Welcome to the Why God Why podcast. I am one of the co-hosts, Peter Englert. Our other illustrious co-host, John Amayo, is here with us. Thank you, Peter, for the illustrious. That's nice. I'm calling you magnanimous today. I will take it. I will take it. And I don't even know what that means. I hope it's good, though. I I think it's good. I think so. We we have a sub producer, not sub below, but as in like substitute, Mm -hmm. um, Dan Austin. He's one of our newest people on staff, so he's working with us today. Dylan is on vacation. We love vacations here. Today, we get to interview one of my friends, a new uh, teammate at Browncroft. His name is Aaron Mercer. He is the director of communication. And um, we're talking about Thanksgiving. What do you think, John? I love Thanksgiving. Thank you for asking. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this is great. It's going to be a fun combo. I love Aaron. This this podcast today brought to you by Cedarville University, (laughs) home of the Yellow Jackets. Where uh, Aaron and myself both graduated from, so this is a pretty big deal. Well, you know, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we shouldn't have said anything until Cedarville paid us. Oh, that's to true. Say. We should have made them pay us. But anyway, <laughs> actually, Aaron and I didn't know each other there, but we just missed each other there. But uh, it's exciting to be and here. And actually, John, I think you graduated from Cedarville College. That's true. I did. Whoa. You were the first university. Cedarville University. You were. You were. Yeah. That's true. My, I, it was simply a college when I was there. Aaron gets there. And he makes it a university, which is pretty special. <laughs> so that's why we had him on this podcast, as a matter of fact. And this podcast is brought to you by the AFC East as well, I believe, today as well. So there's probably a lot of football watching happening today. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, way to go. Uh, but we have different teams from the AFC East represented here around the table as we're talking. Well, actually, uh, Dan, you don't even have to say anything. You can just shake your head. Are you a Miami Dolphins fan? He's, He's not. not. Well, okay. that would have been, that that been, been the ultimate that would no no jets bills and uh patriots you'll find patriots Patriots socks on as we speak wow wow this is yeah so everybody stay listening though he has worthwhile things to say (laughs) i just turned off i know (laughs) well um so we have a little bit more different tone 2020 has been a fun year and the question that we're asking aaron to respond to is why should i be thankful even when my life is not going the way i hoped Hmm. um you know, I think in years past, some of us might look at that question and dismiss it. But I also think for a lot of us, like we all to some degree went through that this yeah. year. Yeah. I don't think any of us have anticipated where we would be right now. No matter where you are listening right now, I don't think any of us thought in the beginning of last year, oh, I'm going to go through a pandemic. Oh, I'm going to have. Uh, to worry about, do I have enough toilet paper? Oh, I'm gonna watch the Tiger King. Like we didn't, we didn't think that those things were gonna happen to us, or that we would reach those those lows in our life, and yet they've happened. And yet the question then becomes like, how how do we maintain this thankful attitude despite our circumstances? Is that possible? And what does that do for us when we not just respond to our circumstances and get overwhelmed by them, but become use them as an opportunity to be thankful for what we do have. Mm. So I think that's why I'm really excited to have this conversation with Aaron today. Yeah, and so just a little background about Aaron. Aaron uh, grew up in Massachusetts, hence all the love for all the Boston teams. And uh, he went to Cedarville, as John pointed out. He does have a career um, in communication and politics in Washington, D.C. We might get into a little of that. He married a wonderful woman from Rochester, 
I know a little bit about marrying a woman from Rochester. Mm. Do you I know? do too. You yeah. do too. Yeah. So uh, we that. that's we are, something we all share common in common. Bond. Yeah. Co- common bond. You know, Rochester has a way of pulling spouses to here, so we're glad to have them. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's really a blessing to be on the show. I've been listening to the show. Um, especially for the last several months. And so it's really cool to be on the show with you. Um, I'm also really excited, by the way, that you all are doing a best of 2020 coming up after this series, this podcast, because I want to catch up on all the the ones that I missed. But. We, we're we sharing our top four episodes. So yeah, this you know. is a good guest right here. He's already promoing what we have coming up. <laughs> and, and he hasn't even gotten into the good stuff. This is this is amazing. We need to have Aaron on more often. Well, well let yeah. me let me just remind you, <laughs> yeah. his job is director of communication. Yeah, but he's our guest right but now. But I was going to say, you yeah. know, we'll see what you think about that at the end of the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can make your, 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 you know, double appearance league until I've actually proven myself. Sure. Well, you know, that's, that's a very exclusive club let's save let's uh you know save our judgment on that so anyway (laughs) anyways let's uh let's get started you know so you know i think where we want to start is just uh, you know what are some of the ways that your life is looking very different than expected i think this is a great way for our listeners to get to know you and uh it's going to sound good whether you're on the tryptophan of turkey or you're driving to grandma's house well (laughs) in new york we do have to make the caveat it's less than 10 people. And anyways, we will do Unless that. you're having a funeral for your turkey, in which case it's up to 20. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> just, yeah, anyway. John is not speaking on I'm behalf of Brown. I'm not speaking on behalf of Brown Croft. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, the question. Well, no, thank you so much. I really appreciate, again, just the opportunity to, to be on this. This is a, a, a great topic because like you said, 2020 has been such a interesting year um and uh in in so many ways it's been really difficult for a lot of people it's funny um a year ago i was thinking about this coming into here and and a, and a year ago i you know yes i married someone from rochester but um and we had talked about moving back here quite a quite a bit but it wasn't until a year ago that it became a real thing that we were really going to do it and um i didn't know anything about browncroft uh, at this point that so I mean my life has changed in a lot of ways because now I'm working at Browncroft But I never mind why God why I didn't know anything about Browncroft a year ago And it can just shows you how the Lord can do a lot in a year. He can do a lot in a few weeks um, in a day really and uh, So yeah, I mean I, I I have found that 2020 has been a there's a lot of macro challenges this year um, but for me actually 2019 was kind of the the heart just personally 2019 mm-hmm. was a a very um pivotal transitional year leading up to 2020 and uh yeah i'm just i'm just i'm thankful to be here now and um you know be able to share for me i i am i am thankful uh, with all the ups and downs of 2020 i'm thankful for what the lord has done in the midst of it wow well, let's let's explore that a little bit. And I just my voice just cracked like a junior higher, so that's good. <laughs> so that's another thing that's happening to me in 2020. But anyway, um, let's explore that a little bit. Like you said, 2019 was actually a really difficult year. Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah. Well, so I think um, for me, um, 2019 might be what some people experienced in 2020. I mean, I um, was uh, there was I think different people have experienced disappointments this year i just dis- i experienced a layoff in 2019 mm. which was unexpected 
And um, it was because the organization was having a trouble uh, money-wise. And so it is what it is. But that's what got us thinking, okay, what's next, you know? But in the middle of all that, there's all sorts of emotions that go through your mind and through your, mm. um, and, you know, at least for me, and I think this probably resonates with other people, is you're wondering, like, am I beating my head against the wall? Does the Lord hear me? Like, uh, um, does God really care about what's going on right now and what happens next? You know, like in my case, I have a family. So mm -hmm. what? <laughs> but even if I didn't, what's yeah. the next step? And um, I think uh, what I found is that um, God does care mm. um, and he does see mm -hmm. and he does provide. It's not always, in fact, it's not often the way that we expect or maybe at the moment want um but his way is better yeah. and uh i mean i praise god for everything that happened in in 2019 because it brought me here and i'm excited to be here they they didn't mention this but yes i'm a patriots fan but i'm also wearing my rochester shirt yeah and i've got a nationals hat too because the nationals just adopted the, the rochester uh, red wings but um you know that's all part of my story now mm. and uh the lord is he is working through it and he worked through those really hard valleys um and uh 2020 had its own valleys but for me personally there are a lot of macro valleys but on the micro it was a lot of uh um provision and healing mm. you know so one thing i <clears throat> i just you know so it's funny we're um we're still in the mix of trying to count the election you know we um according to some we have a president-elect joe biden and uh, Kamala Harris, and you know, this is the time. You know, whenever everything is finalized, you would know more about that. It's probably more complicated and less complicated than all that. But whenever there's a political transition in Washington, you know, there are a lot of people that lose their jobs. And so, I guess what's different about DC because there's a whole lot more fluidity versus like here in Rochester, I mean, I think about, you know, I have family, you know, in Binghamton that got laid off. It was, you know, it was a surprise because you're supposed to work here for 20 years, but DC seemingly has a very much of, yeah, you, if you work here for 30 years, you know, that's a miracle in and of itself. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just, I think it'd, it'd be helpful for our listeners because I think what happened in 2020 is a lot of what DC goes through every political cycle. Yeah, I mean, I think um, on the on the job front, I think when you if you lose a job, you lose a job. I mean, it's mm -hmm. always it's not ever easy. Yes, you know, I think people in um, in political jobs, sure, they know that there could be an endpoint coming up um, every two to four years or six years in the case of a senator's office, but. Um, it's still no matter there's always a there's a hard element to that for all of them so yeah and if there's a changeover in the you know whenever it goes from republican to democrat president or democrat to republican president or maybe someday some other party who knows but um there's always a, a big transition and so yes that that uh, that will affect things there but in people's personal lives um job change is job change and especially, you know, those who have families and, and um, or even those who don't, it's just, you've got to figure out what the next step is. And um, I just praise God that um, 
as a Christian, I have the Lord to lean on in that process. Um, because in the midst of, there's a lot of uncertainty and there can be, um, even in the, even in something that could be more anticipated, like a, an election situation, um, where you know there's a risk there, it's, there's, there still can always be a, um, a pain to that and a, a hurt to that. And not just, a, not just like political, like hurt, but like, I mean, personal, like it, it's your personal life. So, and, uh, but the Lord, I'm just, I thank God that the Lord, he walks us through that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, as you're talking about that, I'm, I'm sensing that there's people who are listening who this year, like you said before, you experienced something in 2019 that a lot of people are experiencing in 2020. Huh. So um, maybe you're, a, in a sense, a little step ahead just because you've had to walk that road ahead of others. But I think of people that I know, like people in the restaurant industry, yeah. let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that that are not doing really well right now. Like, and, and sometimes that gets looked over or um, people in other industries that are really taking a hit yeah. right now and that maybe have lost their jobs. Can you get a little more specific into um, what was going on underneath the surface of your life sure. when that was when when that hit that oh my goodness I'm losing I'm losing my job yeah I think um, um, you know it, there's uh, always a sense of um, you know some shock some vulnerability um, even if you know even if you look back and you think well I should have been able to read the leaves on that one a little bit better but but uh, there's always you know. It's it's whenever something unexpected, and we're talking about job changes right now. But there's health issues. There's um, um, issues of uh, family family members getting sick and and worse. Um, I mean, there's lots of things that people could be grieving right now. But uh, but yeah, I think there is a there is a process of shock. There's a process of grief. There can be um, there can be anger. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that. I'll just, I mean, I'll just throw it out now. You're probably going to ask it later, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think that Mm -hmm. the Lord can, uh, he wants you to be honest with him, even Mm -hmm. when you don't think he's listening to you. And and probably especially when you don't think that. And uh, all I can say is um, I'm so thankful for having a a faith in in Christ to help help me in that process. Um, And I can... You know, I, I know it might sound cliche to someone when someone's in the midst of something, it hurts, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, but God does provide. I, I just know if God provides people that you don't expect, um, he provides uh, other things that I wasn't expecting, um, just, you know, whether it was a financial pick me up or uh, really what impressed me was actually words from friends, but actually people who I didn't even know were my, you know, weren't really close friends, but God just sends you people at different points in your life that you may not be expecting. Um, and, uh, I think that for us, we just need to be, uh, be honest with God and, 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 um, at the end of the day, I want to just, just have your eyes open for how, how he's going to work. Even if you don't think he is, even if you're hurting, but just know he still he does care and mm. he does see um and he wants to help he does provide um just the right way mm. i think that's so wise and and i think what i'm hearing you say is that sometimes we go to one side or the other with this 
like we either think I got to be all like positive vibes, you know, I just got to be totally thankful and positive and ignore reality, like ignore the hurt in my life, or I got to stew in the hurt and, and, and live there, you know, and, but what the picture that you're painting is something that's different than that. It's no, I, I was really honest with God in the midst of what I was dealing with. And at the same time, I learned to be thankful for the little things that I was experiencing in the midst of that too. Is that right? Am yeah, I, that's, that I was just, when you were saying that, I was just thinking like, I, I became thankful for a lot of, you know, what seem like little things. Um, but they're the, they're the things of everyday life. And, um, I was thankful for a, a kind word from somebody or, you know, mm. who was thinking about you and send a text, mm -hmm. send a, you know, and, or send a, a card even who knows, you know, but, uh, there are things we can be thankful for without, you don't have to be fake. You don't have to be, in fact, I think it's dangerous to be fake. Mm -hmm. Um, you can be hurting, but you can also be thankful at the same time. And that, and then a lot of that is our, that's, we're responsible for our attitude and how we, um, there's only so much we can do in life, but we can, we can, um, we can help our own attitude and our own reactions. And, and I think that's important. Um, so, yeah. You know, you really had a weird year and like in the sense of like you moved to Rochester, you had a little bit of a plan, but you didn't know kind of what was going to happen. And, you know, as a communications expert, like from Capitol Hill, it's a weird transition to like, you know, what can I do with communications expertise from Capitol Hill here in Rochester? So, you know, why don't you tell people kind of the process that you went through and sure, just, um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, well, first of all, I didn't know um, the, what was the word you used? Mag, mag, Magnanimous? Magnanimous uh, yeah. Peter Engler. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I had to get here to, uh, to, to meet uh, Peter. Uh, or, or cursed, whichever one, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a great, I mean, it was a blessing to, to meet Peter. It was a blessing to um, come to Browncroft and yeah, but we didn't have a, uh, my family and I, we knew we were coming here to be closer to family. It's something we'd thought about for years. I mean, it's not like um, it was, I guess, totally out of the blue, but it was a choice that we had thought about. And we we're like, you know what? It's if we're going to do it, now is the time to do it. Um, in another situation, you always, there's always a reason not to. And right now we're like, well, we can. And we've talked about it and we prayed about it and we felt like, okay, this is, we've got the green light. So let's do it. Um, it wasn't easy. And like you said, we didn't have a, I, you know, I didn't know what the Lord had in mind. I knew that I could be doing, I started doing, um, freelance writing and other work, um, for, for folks. And, uh, the Lord provided week to week, month to month. Um, and, uh, and then over, you know, got to know people here in, in Rochester. I made it, obviously I made an effort to do that. Um, but, at the same time, the Lord would open doors and he, he, he doesn't leave us hanging, you know, and, uh, that's, I can just say that, you know, he, he's, he, uh, he opened up doors along the way. And thankfully, once I, <laughs> once I got to Browncroft, I wasn't, even when I came here, I didn't know anything about the church. I didn't expect I was going to, um, necessarily be coming to this church, but then, um, 
we did start coming. We really loved the family ministry here. We loved um, the the Sunday services. And then, of course, like I said, Peter roped me in um, to a small group. And the next thing I knew, I was in the middle. Once COVID hit, I was in the small group, which I praise God for, because otherwise I wouldn't have had community. And uh, and yeah, one thing led to another. And now I'm here on staff. I mean, that's still kind of a whirlwind. I don't know how that it kind of amazes me to think about how that happened, but um, and now you're on the Why God Why podcast, now which is like podcast, the which the is, pinnacle of it all. This is this I mean, is amazing. Yeah, I, mean, so, I don't know if there's any way to go up from. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, hold on a second. I think there is. So, so Aaron was t- kind of talking about us going off like the interview rails, which we like to do. Yeah. So this is a question for all of us. Okay. Like we're gonna get really real right now. This if is the Chris Matthews this is, question. Yeah. This is this, this is, is a gr- hardball. I told him yeah. we're, we, he was starting off yeah. Larry King, but now yeah. we're going hardball. Or we're going. If you could design the perfect Thanksgiving plate, perfectly sectioned with how food. did you how did you get here? Oh wow! I, you, I just I know I just I just kind of felt like you know what? Let's do it. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to thankfulness, but okay, let, let, right. let, wow. let's just, let's just wow, be a, I just have to really reorient my mind right <laughs> I now. Just, I don't know what just happened. I, you know, I, I'm thankful for Thanksgiving plates. Yeah, so. okay, they, all right. You know, I just, but, you know, we, we've been talking about this year and how hard it was. I just felt, you know, okay, we, you we well, need to go hardball. Yeah. And this is probably going to be- This is the, more like a knuckleball. <laughs> this is just like, a, where is that coming from? Where is you, it going? You know what's, Do you know what's funny? What? Um, Phil Nierko, who's like a big knuckleball thrower, yeah. um, his pitchers online, when he pitched for the Yankees, who are my favorite team, like he was 46 and he looked like 66. Like yeah. on the, like imagine like your dad, yeah. like pitching to you in major league baseball. It was just anyways, but- all right, no, design on. design the perfect Thanksgiving. This okay. is pro- this is going to be the most controversial section I think of the podcast. Really, you think so? Really? Uh, what is it a stuffing no stuffing question or yeah, no no no? You just got you just got to yeah. design your plate. Well, turkey stuffing, yeah. um, like good stuffing, mm-hmm. and then uh, yams with some marshmallows on it, and uh, don't forget the gravy with the turkey and some mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, those are probably the top things I go for. There are other things that are usually there that I'll put on the plate too, just to look a little more healthy. But yeah. well, well, yeah. do you? So I mean, is your strategy try a bunch of stuff, or is your strategy, you know, go for go for the hots? You know, go for the, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go for the hots, <laughs> like the the. <laughs> I, I somehow this, I know. I know. I can't Gar- or didn't know what hot. Like, no. Well, you know, you, you go, you go for the staples. Like garbage plate style. Is I, you know, right? maybe. <laughs> you know, we should, we could make a lot of money doing that. The Thanksgiving garbage plate. Wow, we could. I, I don't know. So. I still don't know where this topic is coming from, but I'm rolling with it. Hey, you know. I'm rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your question was, though, Peter. I have well, no okay, so so if I had to construct a perfect Thanksgiving, yeah. okay, plate, all right, good. Or, um, I I figured you had an idea. In your no, head. no, 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 no. I yeah, I I think it's uh it's one fourth turkey. Um, it's it's probably two thirds, and my my math's not going to match up. The mashed potatoes are more than the turkey. Like, let's just be honest. I love you, and then you want the mashed potatoes to be more than the turkey. More than the turkey. So, 
I just okay. like it. All right. Like it. All right. And uh, let's see what else. Um, it's your plate. You can make it. Well, I, I know. I know. I'm just but now trying. you started the stuff fractions. You got to actually like I'm. So yeah, I'm laughing because I'm usually the more analytics guy. And right. And well, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to. But we don't want any Washington Post math here. You got to. Yeah, <laughs> a quarter. I'm like doing the math in my head. Like how what? much is left? Well, is I mean, that a, is that a 16th that's left right now? Is that yeah. a 32nd? What do I. What, how how See, much of the plate is there? I don't know. Do you do you realize what we're doing for people that are gonna be stuck with ten people that they you know might not enjoy? They're gonna this laugh is, in this section. Are they? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. At the end of the day, though, I'm I'm more simple. I yeah. I, I just do the stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey. I'm good with That's that. That's it. I'm good with that. That's it. I, I'm I, I I just give me the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, and the and the. Yam casserole. Give me those. I'm a happy man. That's that's a fantastic plate right there. What you need to keep away from my plate is that gold darn green bean casserole. Just oh, keep that yeah. away. That was never meant to be a casserole, nor it was never meant to be a dish that people ate. I don't know. I normally I, like everything, but I don't like green bean casserole. So, so I promise we're going to come back to some serious stuff. So yeah. we just talked about the meal. Now we got to talk about dessert. Okay. So what's your dessert strategy? Dessert strategy? Aaron's wow. our guest. He gets to answer. Oh, that yeah. One. Well, that's a <laughs> difficult one. I guess it depends on what's available, but I would definitely lean towards um, apple pie most likely, um, although there are instances when the pumpkin pie might attract me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I have a hot take. <laughs> My hot take is this. In the fall, we all talk about pumpkin but it's it's all about the apple. Let's just be honest. It's all about the apple pie. <laughs> Peter's got a thing against pumpkin. Here. I, 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 I don't, but you hear about pumpkin spice latte, and it's like, yeah. and it should be apple spice latte. <laughs> cider, 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 cider. I don't I, know what you're. I don't know what you're standing up for right now. I mean, just, this is what is I'm this just, new teaching? This I, is, this is, you know, we ha- we haven't done an interview in a while, so you yeah, know, I'm just. <laughs> These are the pent up questions that Peter's been sitting on, just waiting to ask. Wow! So hopefully everyone's still with us. I know. Yeah. I, thank you, everybody. I thank you for those of you who are still here. There, there we go. There God we go. bless each and every one well, of you. We then, love we'll, you. We'll we'll come thank back you. to serious. But what, what about you, man? What about uh, wow? I just go for uh, I I am a pie guy, and I do like it. And pies in all their various forms. And so I especially like whipped cream when I can add that to pies. So I am a sweet potato. I'm a pumpkin pie fan. I'm a I'm a chocolate pie fan. Oh, if those are good. available, yeah. I'm all over that. Um, the apple pie, that's good. That, that's good with ice cream. But uh, yeah, that's my my philosophy. So John, I just figured it out. What's that? What Peter's going for here? What's he going for? So I mean, sometimes you know, like I. I I like I like the comedian Jim Gaffigan. Right. Yeah. And I've noticed in his his uh, one of his skits, he talks about how he makes jokes about things, and then people send him the food. Oh, like, oh, I think Peter's right. hoping 
there's some pies that are sent that, here. I think you're right. And we could all be very thankful for that. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you just uh, you just got to go direction, you know, and Hot stuff. pockets. Okay. <laughs> wow. That is the most offensive Thanksgiving thing I've heard in my whole entire life. Have you never heard that Jim Gaffigan bit? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. I, I was know. like, I was like, okay. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just saw this morning, him and his daughter made garbage plates and yeah. if you don't know about garbage plates they're a rochester specialty they are it's um it's like everything that'll make you have a heart attack tomorrow on a plate mm -hmm. basically and for the people we know there are listeners in other countries thank you for listening to us thank we you. appreciate that people in bangladesh we will send you a garbage plate right now i don't know how we'll get it to you but I don't know. I'm just promising you something that I can't deliver on. That's and, uh, just what I do. And uh, to our yeah. Canadian friends, um, we're so glad that you uh, celebrated in October. So yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track. I I just uh, <laughs> Aaron didn't know what he was signing up for. This oh, is great. This is a good. Uh, it's a good yeah. Thanksgiving episode. Mm. You know, and I think it's it's good to celebrate that we're i mean this is after all 400 years from 1620 we might as well wow, wow. Yeah, you know wow okay well let's let's bring it back here a sec if we can and i i want to i want to imagine if to to bring people into your world a little bit if there's a time can you remember remember one instance that you particularly had to let your emotions like just just be real with where you were at with god like in the midst of all of this transition that you went through. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's um, I think it's a healthy question, especially for this year. Um, yeah. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm going to come back to your question. Yeah, but I was going to say one of the one of the things that I thanked God for. Um, so last last year, I was going through the Bible in a year. I had committed myself to that at the beginning of the year. And it just so happened that um, last summer I was going through Psalms. I've read Psalms before, um, but it was different that time. And there's a, I don't know if, you, I mean, I'm sure you know uh, from the work that you do and, and Peter too, like David and the other Psalmists, they, they keep it real. Mm. I mean, they, they don't hold back on things. And the Lord really used the Psalms in a new way in my spirit last summer because um, um, there it's poetry. They're expressing um, David, uh, King David, and the other psalmists that are there are expressing real feelings about um, hurt or fear or betrayal or or on the other side, I mean, praise and um, amazement at nature and um, taking in where they're at right then and so reading through them i just remember being struck in numerous ways by by different psalms in new ways and um uh you know and again this is the lord the lord does divine you know he has his own divine plans um i felt like there were different days where the psalm of that day or one of the psalms i read that day was like a perfect fit for something i needed to pray through mm -hmm. um and uh and so, yeah, I, I will, and I will say too, I think, you know, one Psalm that is pretty famous is Psalm 23. Mm -hmm. And I uh, had heard, I mean, I've heard it for years. And I'm, I think, I think a lot of people who, maybe people who have no church background probably might recognize it just because it's something that's still sort of common in our culture. 
um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, that, that psalm. Um, and, but it took on a different meaning for me uh, in, that, in that season. Um, and and, the, and uh, I'm getting a little, a little bit away from your question, but I think- No, I think, it, you're, I think you're on it from I what th- I'm hearing. Well, so. What I was just gonna say, I mean, I think these, sometimes the Lord sends things like that. Yeah. And then it's not an instantaneous like, oh, everything's better, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, you get a little for today, and then the Lord is working on you over time, you know, and he uh, he did that with me. And I, I will have to say in 2020, um, again, so this is, like you're talking about months later, yeah. someone recommended to me um, the uh, Dallas Willard book, Life Without Lack. Mm. And I started reading that and I was like, wow, this is, I mean, cause it's, it's uh, there's a lot in there, but it's basically based on Dallas Willard's thoughts on Psalm 23 and, mm. and what he goes on from there. and like wow this is this is really powerful especially cuz god had been prepping my heart beforehand um so yeah uh i i think it's pretty it's pretty cool how stuff like that comes up um it doesn't mean it's easy in the time but um you know i it, it's a it's a process so i mentioned too um and this is 2020 not so much 2019 but when I got here, the uh, magnanimous Peter Englert, um, he he uh, roped me into a small group uh, in a good way. I actually was really thankful he did, but it was a rooted small group. Um, rooted is a, Peter could give a better description of it than me, but uh, rooted is a study that Browncroft is doing right now, where it's really a back to the basics type of study. Um, and a number of folks are going through it right now uh, and uh, in our church. Um, and for me, a lot of it was, it was subject matter that I've, you know, I grew up going to church and I've, I've, uh, I've read and known a lot of it before, but it, it, in this season in particular, it was a, it was really a back to the basics. It was a, the Lord kind of working on my heart, like, okay, I've kind of stripped away a bunch of stuff, even your location where you've been for 20 years. Like, so let me build you back up and let's let's get rid of some of the stuff you don't and i'm not talking about stuff as in like outward stuff i'm talking about internally like Mm -hmm. let's sweep away some of the stuff that doesn't need to be there and uh and rebuild and and for me that was a very a very powerful experience um that i would not have had if it had not gone through the hurtful time um and so i think that uh God, God is more interested in, I mean, he, he loves us and he cares for us. And he, he is way more interested in getting us to where he wants us to be than, than we are, even though we think we are. But he also knows the right way to get us there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to think about in the moment, but it's, it's true. Um, so, yeah, I, w- I would say in the moment, you just have to hang in there. <laughs> well, you know, something we've heard a lot this year, and I'd be interested if you agree or disagree. So, People have talked about 2020. Um, we're all in the same storm. We're in different boats. Uh, do you agree with that? Disagree? Or I don't know. What are your thoughts on that based on even what you went through 2019, 2020? I think um, people are always in a different boat. Um, everyone's experience is unique. Um, I guess it depends on where you're trying to, where, where you're getting at with that. But I, I uh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone has a unique place where 2020 hit them and how 2020 has hit them. Some people, you know, some people have experienced the economic hurt of 2020. 
Some probably haven't. Um, some people experience the academic hurt um, and having to miss out on key points in their life, especially young people, um, as far as graduation goes, or even like, you know, other other uh, opportunities that come up when you're in high school or college or whatnot. Um, some people have dealt with being really sick. I mean, COVID is real. And um, hundreds of thousands of people have died. I mean, so there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt, and but people are being affected in different ways. So we, yeah, I mean, I think we're in different boats. I I hope and pray we can be helping each other in the midst of it, um, helping each other in each other's boats. And that actually gets to something that I was thinking about during with some of your questions. It was like I and one of the reasons I'm glad. I mean, I wasn't planning this, but I was glad to get on this podcast and the way the conversation is going, like. I also, I, I know, I already told you how much it meant to me when people reached out to me who I wasn't expecting. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, and then some of them were just in that season and I haven't really talked to them since. Um, but I want to have my eyes alert to how I can be helping who the Lord puts in my path too. So um, no matter what stage you're in, I think there's always ways God can use us to not focus on ourselves, but help help somebody else. So anyhow. Yeah, I think I think the danger is during this year, like, I mean, we're about to start a series on grief coming in January. And, you know, we all want to be grateful. On one end, it's completely dismiss how difficult this year has been. And, you know, I don't know if it's a Rochester thing or if it's an American thing. You know, I'll talk to someone that like, you know, shattered their arm in like three places and they're like i'm doing better than the guy that got covid for four months and it's like maybe but you shattered your arm you know and then there's the other people that it's you know everything's kind of drama and again i think i'm you know those are hyperboles where it's like you know third world crisis you know chipotle showed up 40 minutes late you know and so I, I think that that's even the struggle for us to be thankful because I think, Aaron, what you're saying is, you know, you've had a good and bad. And I think John and I feel the same way. And I'm sure Dan does. We haven't asked him about it, but we all feel this. It was a difficult year. There were some good points. And I, I think in some ways, Jesus just wants us to get to reality with that. Yeah, I love that. And and I think kind of a, a good couple questions maybe as we as we wrap this up, uh, even for our listeners to to be thinking about in the midst of all of this. Number one, I think we might all be able to ask ourselves during this time, what are we thankful for mm -hmm. right now? Um, there's just something about that 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 is it kind of reorients your life, I think, in a way that other things don't. Thankfulness kind of reorients your perspective on life. So maybe we could all all answer that question. And then just and then answer our final question is always, what would Jesus have to say about this? So bringing it back to him again and saying, what does he what would he have to say to us about thankfulness um, in the midst of really, really difficult circumstances? So I don't know. Maybe if if you're out there listening, maybe you can play along at home and and do this too. But uh, how about us just go around and say, I don't know, one to three things we're really thankful for during this season. I was going to say, like, if you play this podcast during family Thanksgiving, yeah, like, John will go, 
either Zoom or in person and sing whatever song. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you deliver a pie to Peter. That's how it works. It all comes back to the pies. It's all coming back to the pies. Well, you know, you know. Peter, Peter in 2021 is now 300 pounds because he ate. Anyways, uh, that's a whole nother topic. Anyway. Uh, no, I'll, I'll get started. You know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, you know, so first of all, I'm thankful. You know, I forgot that I didn't tell people that my wife was pregnant. And then I put it on a podcast and I got like two or three calls because we didn't go public yet. And they're like, your wife's pregnant. And I was like, I didn't do that timeline right. But, you know, we're going to you know, we're going to have a second daughter. And, uh, you know, as I look back at the pandemic, um, I don't think I would have gotten the time with Haley Mm. that I would have. Like, we we ate dinner together. I mean, we eat dinner together probably 90%, like six out of seven days of the week. Um, You know, we, we eat breakfast the same amount. But it was really neat while we were at home. I mean, it was three meals a day, you know, coming and like, you just don't, you don't get that back. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and like, I think for the first month, Haley was frustrated because, you know, dad's at home, but he's working. Um, but like later on, like just there's this joy. And, um, so I think thankful for daughter on the way in January, thankful for Haley. Um, you know, and I, I just, um, yeah, I'm just going to go cheat. Like, my wife has been just a steady rock. And she is not, she loves routine. She loves knowing all the details. And I've just seen her grow in ways and I, that, you know, she had to flip on the fly. Like, I thought it was, I didn't think it was really difficult for church to go from, like, in-person to digital. I felt like, you know, I give Jason you know, our team here, a lot of credit, like they were in a snap, but like to go from counseling people face to face to all of a sudden now I've got a zoom. Like, I just think of the difference that my wife makes and, you know, she's so compassionate and kind and, uh, you know, (laughs) I shouldn't have said this like in the beginning, but I was like, who are those crazy people that are having babies during COVID? And here we are like, (laughs) you know, so maybe those vaccines will work by the time this podcast, but, The thing I'd say about what Jesus has to say is, uh, you know, this morning I was reading um, the Jesus Storybook Bible to my daughter, and it was talking about prayer. And, you know, Jesus, you know, makes this, or, you know, the writer makes this comment that you don't have to do anything or say anything extra for Jesus to listen to, but he's always listening. And I I wonder if in that, we always think, I think sometimes we think of Jesus always listening you know, like the bad conversation, he's going to catch us, but like he, he has been always listening. And I think when you pause and you're grateful, um, you know, John Piper said this, we'll look back at this year and we'll see a thousand ways that God was working that we had no idea. So that's where I'd go. John. Wow. Wow. Well said, man. I think, I think during this season, what it's come down to me is I've reflected on what I'm thankful for. It's really relationships, as you were talking about, Peter, and and even space within those relationships to have extra time mm-hmm. to navigate some of those. Um, now that they come with that, that comes with all sorts of other stuff too. Um, 
it's not all good, all bad. But I, I do think as I look back on this season over the course of this year, I will, I will most, uh, the things that are most precious to me are the relationships. So whether that's with my kids, with my wife, with friends who, um, uh, you know, I've, I've been in contact with at different stages of this pandemic for different reasons. Um, I think those relationships have, have come to the surface. Uh, people that I, I work with that I'm, I'm in contact with more now than I was before, just because of how quickly everything is changing that I, I have the privilege to be in their lives more. Um, that has actually been really energizing for me. And so I think, I think I'm more thankful for the people around me this year than I even was last year. And I think I may have hinted at this, you know, at one of our other podcasts, but my mom has been going through a time of, uh, Parkinson's disease and dementia during this year. And she was diagnosed in the beginning of the year. And, uh, this time has provided an opportunity for me to have enough space to be there with her in some of those moments. Mm. And I, I, I probably wouldn't have had as much time with her. So, um, that's a, a combination of suffering and yet you can be thankful in the midst of this suffering. So, and, and I think that's how Jesus would, would, would talk about this. You know, I mean, if I think of his darkest moment, uh, it's the it's right before he's he's crucified he's having this really brutally honest conversation with god and just saying if you if it is possible take this from me like don't let me go through this mm. but at the same time um it's your will that i want to be done not my will and there's this combination that we see in jesus of of not ignoring reality and yet submitting himself to God in the midst of it. It's this beautiful picture of what it's like to walk through suffering. And uh, yeah, that's, I think I've had a clearer appreciation for that over this year. So, Aaron? Well, I'm, uh, again, just uh, first of all, I'm thankful to be on this podcast with you guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for my family. Um, I'm thankful for my wife and my kids, and um, they actually, it's, it's really cool. They, they've been working on a thankful pumpkin for the season, which is cool. They've got all this stuff written around the edges, and, you know, some is funny stuff that kids are thankful for, but some are, you know, deeper than that. And they've, they've had to go through transition in this year, too. Um, but I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful that we have been um, healthy in the midst of this. Um, I pray every, every day that that, <laughs> that continues. I know the Lord will take care of us, um, no matter what happens. Um, but I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful, uh, I'm thankful for this church. I mean, and I, I, it's been a godsend, uh, for me and my family. Um, I'm thankful for, you know, I think you kind of hit on this a little bit, but I'm thankful for time. Um, extra time. I'm also thankful for time to just be able to go outside. And it, like when there's, when you can't go other places, you get creative. So, you know what? I've taken a lot more walks in the woods in the last um, year and at all seasons. Um, and, uh, and it's amazing to see those seasons and just stop and appreciate like the beauty of nature, the beauty of the woods, the beauty of the lake that we have right nearby here, 
Um, you know, we've got here in Rochester, the Erie Canal, it's beautiful too. I mean, and God can, I know you just recently had a guest talking about God speaking through, through nature and, um, it's, uh, there's a, there's a power to that. So I'm thankful for that. Um, and I'm, I'm also, I'll just close with this too, of saying, I, I'm thankful for God, how God has spoken through, um, through other people and through his word and, and, and through, you know, and I, I think that one thing that Jesus would want us to do, you know, would, would want us to be thinking about what we're thankful for. Cause like you said, it changes our perspective. It changes your orientation on how you're looking at things. Um, I think he'd want us to talk to him too. Like, you know, just wherever you're at, whatever the situation is, like, don't, the important thing is don't stop talking. Mm. Like, continue that relationship. Even if you don't want to or you don't think anyone's listening, keep, keep talking. Um, and yeah, I mean, so this isn't, isn't, Jesus himself, what he wrote, but can I read Psalm 23 before? Yeah. It's a sure Psalm, um, but maybe a good um, good thing for here. The, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I think I'm thankful that I can hang on to that. Mm. Well, uh, folks, we had a great episode with Aaron. Um, we're going to have him back on again. We just, we're going to find a different Ooh, topic. Test, oh, he did. He oh, did. All right. It's, yeah. it's, it's recorded. That red button's still going. Um, we wanted to give you an episode that had everything. And I think we literally, you know, <laughs> there in, you go. In the words of uh, Larry, Larry the Cucumber, because I watched a lot of VeggieTales this year, you know. I laughed, I cried, it moved me, Bob. Mm. So anyways, this was a great episode. So uh, we we want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving, whether you're listening to this on Thanksgiving or the days after. Um, and we want to thank you for being a part of this wonderful family. You know, we hope that these conversations and podcasts are helping you see Jesus in new ways and responding to questions that you thought no one could ask. So thank you so very much. Hope you have a wonderful day. God bless. God bless.